It's Song Talk Radio. Welcome to Song Talk Radio. This is the show with songwriters talking to other songwriters about the craft of songwriting. We share tips, tools, and techniques, and together we all become better at writing songs. I'm your host, Neil Modi, and uh, filling in for our usual co-host, Phil Emery, is nobody. Uh, Phil's absent today, so uh, just uh, running uh, running solo with our guest uh, today. Um, so to our listeners, uh, please send your comments uh, and questions to at Song Talk Radio on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram, or feedback at songtalk.ca, and we'll share your thoughts on the show. And please visit songtalk.ca to see the show post for this episode, to find links to things we mention, and to download lyric and chord sheets to follow along with the songs that we feature. Um, before we get to our guest tonight, uh, just a little tidbit. If you do visit songtalk.ca, you'll notice on the sidebar, uh, we have a new web page uh, all dedicated to our songwriting challenge. And if you've been listening the last uh, few months, you know that the songwriting challenge has been ongoing. Uh, we did three episodes uh, where the three uh, hosts at the, at the time, Phil, Mike, and myself, all shared our answers to the songwriting challenge. And we had a number of episodes where we showcased our listeners' songs um, and talked about uh, their process and uh, provide a little bit of feedback on their songs, which is a great, great thing. And uh, we really thank our listeners uh, for participating um, in the challenge. Um, and uh, in case you don't know what the challenge was, the challenge this year was to write a song based on the title, Why Do You Cry? And uh, we got some we got some really interesting discussions. And it was amazing to hear, you know, from all the different um, uh, listeners and even between the three of us hosts, how, you know, how different um, the answers um, ended up being, which was which was really quite, uh, quite interesting. And, and, uh, and certainly our listeners came up with some really, really creative, um, creative songs um, out of this challenge. So we thank you uh, for contributing and um, we look forward to doing it again all next year. Um, tonight, we're happy to have PEI-based artist Alicia Toner. Uh, for those who aren't familiar with Canadian geography, PEI stands for Prince Edward Island, uh, one of the Atlantic provinces in Canada. Uh, Alicia Toner's new song tonight is The Moment Before You Let Yourself Fall in Love Completely. It's the fear of opening yourself up to heartbreak versus the fear of losing what could be. It's the internal struggle of playing it safe or diving in head first. And here is a little taste of Leisha's song tonight.
FBI-based artist Alicia Tonger has had an explosive year since the release of her sophomore album, Joan. Alicia brought home a 2022 Canadian Folk Music Award, became the most nominated artist at the Music PEI Awards this year for the project, and received multiple nominations at the East Coast Music Awards. Her album spent eight weeks on the Canadian campus radio charts and received a two-page feature in PEI Living Magazine. Described as an artist with powerhouse vocals in a way that you just can't capture on record by Roots Music Canada, the celebrated vocalist and songwriter worked with well-known Canadian producers Stuart Cameron, Crash Test Dummies, Matthew Good, and Amanda Marshall, and Peter Fusco to bring the deeply personal project to life. Alicia is celebrating the one-year anniversary of Joan with the release of her brand new single tonight. Welcome to Song Talk Radio, Alicia Toner. Thank you very much for having me. Thanks for coming on the show, Alicia. So um, for for everyone to know, how um, can you describe your songwriting process in, in a nutshell? How does it usually work for you? I can't describe it in a nutshell, but I can okay. describe it. Um, I can describe the many different ways that it uh, that it kind of comes about. Well, and why don't we start with tonight? How, how did that? How did this song come about? So with tonight, I had that kind of opening riff. I had that little, and I, I I usually write songs on the guitar. I'm actually a violin player. Oh, uh, I grew up playing classical violin, so I usually usually start and hear a melody, and. Mm-hmm. And that's usually where I start from. But with this particular one, I just was playing around with this riff, this riff off of the top. And then, um, yeah, I guess I wrote this back in 2019, probably. Mm-hmm. And uh, and after that riff, I was playing it kind of over and over again. And and that the the, the melody and the lyrics came at the same time. So it. it that kind of fell into place. And, and I wrote a bridge originally that was like really, really wordy and trying to get like a whole lot of information out. And I took tonight to a a SOCAN kind of song camp Uh and, and was given some very, very like good advice that maybe just like scale it back, (laughs) just scale it back a bit. And, um, so it just went like super simple. It just went super simple in the bridge, and it just said everything it needed to say. And so can, uh, you just, can you just backtrack a, a little bit? So you had you had the guitar riff, and then did, 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 did the guitar riff then sort of inspire some kind of an idea for the lyrical content, or was that, or was it something that you kind of put together? They were separate, or it was. I just started. I just for this particular song, I just started singing some lines and some singing words and singing phrases that felt good together. Okay. And, and it wasn't until afterwards that I kind of went back and figured out what the content was. Okay. Like I kind of already had a verse one of just kind of letting, letting words and melodies kind of fall out with this chord progression that I had come to for the verse. I had the riff and changed to like a, a different chord progression for the verse and and verse one kind of just like fell out mm. and so once when whenever that happens whenever i have something that just kind of falls out i go back and figure out what it means after <laughs> right yeah yeah fair enough no that's, that's, that's actually a really great approach because it's like yeah. it's it's like you have your it's like you have your brainstorming moment and then yeah. you go back and now you're starting to bring it bring it some focus 
Exactly. So you go back and you figure that out and, and, and from there, once I kind of figure out what it's about, then I can go on with more of a like firm grasp on the context of the song for choruses and, 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 and fleshing out like a second verse and continuing the story um, and bringing it into a different, into a different place for a verse two. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, with this one, this one fell out, this one kind of tumbled out really fast. The whole entire song was written in probably 30 minutes before I oh, took wow. it to camp and, and like okay. <laughs> and edited and kind of um, had another look at it. But um, yeah, I, this, this particular one, I didn't really go back and edit that much because it did sometimes I, I really, I really love it when stuff just falls out. Mm-hmm. And it feels like if I go back and nitpick too much, it doesn't feel authentic anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, I, I can I can appreciate that. Um, yeah, but you 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 said you had a really wordy bridge, but I mean we're the, uh, we're going to hear the full the full song um, in, in a little bit during the yeah. show. But there's no bridge in this song. There is a bridge in this song. Oh, I don't want to live without you in my life. That part. Oh, that's the bridge. Okay, okay. Okay, okay, fine. Okay, but it was it was a lot. It was a lot uh, more stuff in it. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, and and that's a really great. Um, that's a great tip right off the bat. I mean, because you you actually do have I wouldn't say a lot of words, but mm-hmm. the 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 verses are are wordy enough. There's a story there. Yeah. The chorus choruses are not. It's not a simple chorus, right? There's a lot no. of melodic interest. There's a lot of lyric in the yeah. chorus, it, it, arguably as much as there is in the verse. So yes, it just kind of needed a breath. <laughs> you need a breath. You need, you need yeah. something for the listener to be like, okay, can I just like take a moment here and, and exactly. like, catch up? <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, yeah. That was yeah. excellent. Okay. Um, wait, wait, how, do you, how do you think your, your classical violin um, training feeds into your songwriting? I think probably um, the way I usually write is very, I hear a melody first. I kind of hear, I can just... I often write a song if I'm going on a walk or driving or like in the shower, somewhere where I can't be distracted. Mm-hmm. I don't have an instrument. Um, I'll, I'll write something, um, part of a verse or a chorus or something in my head and just hear that melody and have lyrics to it. And then pick up the guitar afterwards and figure out the chord progression that goes with that melody. Do you record I, these little snippets like on your phone or something? Yeah, like that? just yeah. kind of voice demo the little melodies that I'm while I'm walking around. <laughs> okay. Um, and at some, at some point, do you actually sit down with these little re- snippets that you record and 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 think about them, or or are you are you more of more of like I don't have a bank of ideas. I just I see one song through to its completion and then start the next one. Like where, where do you fall on that? It's more. I, it's more. I see one song through. Okay instead of like a bank I do have I do have kind of a, a voice memo graveyard of, of songs that never did get finished right and maybe they will be someday but um yeah. but if something if I'm really you know digging something I'm probably going to sit down and and finish that one right. um but yeah I do I I record these little melodies and then I go and I think probably that the violin training has a lot to do with that because I don't always sit down and and mess around with chord progressions and stuff. I I kind of 
hear things melodically first mm -hmm. and then add after the fact. Yeah. And, and even your guitar riff thing, it's a descending melody. Exactly. It's just a riff. Melody. It's not maybe lyrical in the singing sense, but it's still, it's yeah. still, still a figure. Um, as 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 such. So, but I, I I guess the difference is like like I, I can speak for myself. I I wrote instrumental stuff on piano and synthesizer and stuff like that for many many years. And when I actually sat down to start writing songs. My melodies were often because I'm not a strong singer. I was getting other people to sing, and mm -hmm. my melodies were just completely ridiculous. Like they were the ranges were too <laughs> extravagant and broad. There was no room for breath. Right. Like, I can play this on my keyboard. It's a nice little melody, right? But then yes. add, I, I always had to like learn through trial and error, but to think about is this melody actually singable? <laughs> yes. Yes. I mean, it's probably a little different for me because I am writing for myself. Yeah. Um, I do know my own vocal range, but I've also, I mean, I've been singing since before I played the violin. Uh, okay. And, and, you know, grew up listening to, you know, uh, all of the, all of the pop heroes and divas like the Whitney Houston's and the yeah. Mariah Carey's and the Lauren Hills and the, you know, Alanis Morissette. And yeah. <laughs> so it, um, that has a lot of influence on it too. And just like the, in, in how I, how I write melodically and how I sing things. Hmm. You, you play violin on your, on your songs. I was listening to your album earlier and, I'm trying to trying to think. There was no like solo violin. Type no, not on there. this album. There isn't. Okay. There is some violin on it. It's uh, it's buried a little bit more. There's some in. Um, okay. In Call My Name and I think a couple others, but uh, you you, you no, never took the violin on stage. I guess you have a guitar on stage, so I can yeah. Do you have a violin on stage as well? Okay. So if someone else is playing guitar, you can grab the violin and and do. Yeah. Yeah, I usually do have always have another guitar player with me okay. because I do bring the violin. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's very cool. Yeah, because I often think about like, like, um, for example, like, I always think about, uh, I forget the guy's name, Zach, Zach Wild, I think, Ozzy Osbourne's guitarist, yeah. and how he, he has a tendency to like, run over the vocals a lot like he's just he's he's wanking the whole time right it's just yeah, like yeah, yeah. doing these extravagant right. melodies and, and and craziness and things like that and i think you know and and i think yeah if you're if you're coming from a singing background then maybe your your violin playing is a little more a little more melodic instead of yeah. instead of like you know wacky runs and and, and crazy acrobatics and, and things like that is that yeah i would say that's accurate and i guess it, it depends I mean, I am more of a classical player than I am a fiddle player. On my first mm -hmm. album, I did get into, you know, there was some folky fiddle stuff on there. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I kind of moved away from that because it's, it's not what I love to do the most. I do mm -hmm. love, I'm, I'm a, I am a classical player. And so when I get to the next album, it's going to be even more of that. There's going to be a lot more instrumental. Okay. The next one, yeah. Right, right. Because you can you can sort of broaden that that reach a little bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, can we can we talk a little bit about the the lyrical content of 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 tonight? How did you um? You say you said it came out pretty pretty easily. Half an hour, you said you wrote this, except for yeah. the bridge. <laughs> the bridge. 
Yes. So let's, let's talk about the bridge then. What was the bridge before? Oh my gosh, it's been years since oh. I have uh, thought about it, really. Um, I couldn't, I'd have to go back and listen to like a voice memo from 2019, but. Um, yeah, I'd be horrified. <laughs> it would be horrifying. Yes. Yeah. It's funny to listen to those things. Um, yeah, yeah. No, I, th- the only thing I remember about it was that it was just as wordy as the rest of the song. And it was, it was yeah. kind of, you know, couldn't catch your breath kind of thing <laughs> the yeah, whole time. Yeah. Are you cognizant of that in your songs about like really strong lines of contrast between verse and chorus and bridge yeah. and you want to make the sections to be distinct? Yeah. Like, cause, I, cause, like I said, like I, I've been listening to your album and and it's really strong. Like the, the songs are just, the bones are, are really, really good. You know, like, like it's it's clear where the choruses fall. It's clear where the bridges fall and everything's catchy and interesting. And, mm-hmm. and it's a really, really great, um, it's a really great uh, album. But um yeah, that's something, even like we were talking about this a couple of weeks ago on our, on our songwriting challenge where one of our listeners um, submitted a story song and and I made the comment that verse two didn't really seem to go anywhere. Like it was kind of the same thing as as as, as verse one. Um, can you talk a little bit about that kind of approach where you, you're always cognizant of like like verse two? How do you, how do you distinguish verse two? Because that, that, that's always a big struggle for, especially beginner songwriters, and myself yeah. included. Verse two <laughs> like, where, yeah. Yeah, like where do you go with verse two? If you've already, if you kind of set it all in verse one. <laughs> you've set it all in verse one. I think, I often like to think of verse one and verse two as two different moments in time. Mm. So if, um, if, if verse one is in the present, then maybe verse two is in the past. Okay. Different tenses, um, mm-hmm. different, in the, or if it's, if verse one is in the present, verse two is what could be in the future, or, um, it de- you know, it depends on the song. Yeah, yeah. But the story song, it's not always that easy. But um, I do find if I'm really stuck, that that's a really good, that's a good place for me to go is, how do I, okay, if this is, if this is me talking about what's happening now and how I'm feeling right now, then maybe what got me feeling that way in the past, that's mm-hmm. a good start for a verse two. And I don't know, depending on how long the song is, if there is a verse three, how do you wrap that up? Mm-hmm. What's going on now? What's, what's about to happen? What's, you know, the kind of jumping around in time to make it because you can't, you know, you can't, if you say it all in verse one, <laughs> what are you, what are you supposed to do? Um, yeah, they, they split verse one in half and do the second half of it in verse two. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If you, you said it all in verse one, you probably said too much. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You probably said too much, narrow it down just a little bit. That's another thing is, is kind of, you don't have to, you don't have to give everything away in verse one. It can be very, it can be very simple. It can be very narrow. It can be very, um, instead of, instead of this chunk of time, it can be this chunk of people are listening to this. They can't see my hands. Instead of a broad, you know, spectrum of time, it can be just a, a moment. Right. A verse can be a moment in time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah I guess that's, that's yeah. kind of where I start on the verse two struggle anyway. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, that, that, that's, that's a great way to look at it. I mean, I've I, I've I've heard that before. Is it like different times or different, 
even even different character points of view if, if it's that kind of story song or different like you know this, there's the he and then there's the she point of view or or whatever it may be like a different a different sort of thing and then and then of course the bridge is another opportunity to yet bring yet another dimension uh uh to that whether whether it's yeah like you say future tense or or yep. something else <laughs> that whatever, like, tension so, whenever it yeah. is <laughs> yeah yeah um yeah i really i really i really like the way the chorus lifts off um in this in this song it certainly seems like you were i don't know if it was deliberate or not but like the like the melodies in the verse have a lot more space in them yeah right and then in the chorus it's the melodies tend to over almost overlap with each other they flow a lot more there's a lot more perfect rhymes in the chorus mm -hmm. there's a lot the, the melody's higher there's all sorts of things you talk about that a chorus quote-unquote should be <laughs> if yeah. you want the chorus to lift these are the yeah. these are exactly the sorts of things um um you you you, you want to do and then and then have you ever studied um with uh, pat pattison um uh, berkeley yeah. school of music he's got he's got a course on coursera.org is perfectly free Oh great! You know, he talks about this thing spotlighting. Like, how do you how do you spotlight the title in the song? Given the title is only one word, right? Yeah. You know, if there ever was a day to give my heart away, I would give it to you here tonight. Mm -hmm. you know, rhyme, rhyme, not rhyme. That's yeah. the spotlighting it, right? Spotlighting, and, yeah. and, and of course, it's the end of the chorus, so that's another way of spotlighting it. So you really yes. bring bring the attention. Every, every Nashville country formula <laughs> of like yeah. putting the title at the end of the chorus. Yeah, yeah, wow. exactly, <laughs> right. Which, which I'm sure you don't always do. <laughs> no, I definitely don't always do it. Um, it just, that one kind of happened naturally, but. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. It sort of fit with the lyric, if it fits with the language, right? It's like, it does fit with the language, yes. This, so um, the, the, was the title an early thing or was it the title after you wrote the song? Title was after I wrote the song. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't it wasn't on purpose actually. Highlighting that word wasn't on purpose, um, but it just like it was the most natural thing to to call it. Okay. Yeah, it was kind of a happy accident that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it, it totally, it's totally, yeah, it's it's interesting. You always like read into the analysis of a song, saying you must have done it like this, but not necessarily. <laughs> it could just yeah. have, have happened that way. But yeah, happy accidents are are, are great. I, I have many of them, and <laughs> they're always. I think always too, good. like like you and I were talking briefly before we started, kind of about feelings, mm -hmm. uh, and about you know. Songwriting has, a, for me, has a, does have a lot to do with feelings. It's not just technical, but um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, the 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 wordiness of this song was kind of on purpose. It ended up being way too much when the bridge was also really really wordy. But um, but that that feeling of like of of like standing on the edge of that cliff and and not knowing whether you're going to jump or not is really like it, it just kind of feels like a train that could go off the tracks at any moment and uh and it was also when i wrote this it was it, it it's a love song but it was also a bit of a tumultuous time in my life so that that um that kind of never never catching your breath and kind of um just like barreling through to the end is just kind of what came out at that moment in time and 
And I think that's, that also, that has so much more to do with it for me than, than thinking about things really technically. I, you know, some of it is, some of it's super technical. There are some choices within it that are made very purposefully, but a lot of it is kind of left untouched because that's, that's the feeling that happened in the moment. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and there is, there is like an amazing kind of focus emotionally to this whole thing. Like it really zeroes in and it, and it sort of puts you, puts, puts me as the listener into the, into the mind, into the feeling of, of this, of the narrator. Mm -hmm. What does that moment really feel like? And especially like the second verse, my mouth is not my own. Like that's a great line. (laughs) And it really, and it really conveys that as my mouth is not my own. Like I'm kind of having this, this sort of out of body experience, right? It's, yeah. it's almost like it's happening to me, and I can't help it. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's it's really it's really strong that way, and 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 I and I do like it that it's that it is that it, in in a lot of senses it is kind of a small intimate love song, like you say, like it's it's not talking about you know big grand emotions or big things. It's really zeroing in on that kind of intense burning moment. <laughs> Yeah. Where, where you need to make this decision and you just and you just follow through with it um without without think like you say without without thinking about it too much it yeah. just kind of happens right and going back to that like verse one verse two thing and this song specifically like verse one is kind of describing describing the present moment mm-hmm. <laughs> what's happening and then verse two is okay how do i feel about it like what's going on what's going on for me inside in this present moment yeah. So that was a distinct kind of like first one happened really quickly. Here's the scene. And verse two was more thoughtful, like what what's going on? What's going on for me as as I'm looking at all of this? Right. Right. Yeah, yeah. And that, that's a great way to do it and to really pull the listener, pull the listener through through your through your story and get get invested mm-hmm. yeah into the feeling of it okay let's um let's take a listen to the whole the whole song and then uh, we'll chat a little bit a little bit more all right
Beautiful, beautiful song. Thanks. Thanks very much. Yeah. So th th there's a couple other things I, I noticed upon repeated listening of this. I mean, the, the, the like you're talking about the different time tenses in, in first and second verse. You even did it in first, second, third chorus, right? Because by the end of the song, the chorus, the melodies are the same, but now I know I'm going to, as opposed to I might do. This yeah. part of me has made up its mind. I gave you. I gave it yeah. to you tonight as opposed to I might give it to you um, sort of thing, or I would give it to you. So yeah, it's a, it's an, it's a really good uh, progression that way. Um, one thing I want to ask you about your, your, your verse one melodies, especially, maybe not so much in verse two, but you, you, you put a lot of um, melody into like one syllable words. <laughs> like <laughs> I am, you know, like, is, is that, I don't like, is, is that a conscious thing? Because, because, because that's the other thing that sets apart the chorus. The chorus is one syllable, one note. Yeah. Right. Your verse, not like that at all. <laughs> no, no, it's not. No, I, I ran, I ran a couple lines into the next line. Like, yeah, yeah. Which is really clever too. Like really crossed nice. over a word into line. Um, yeah, it was... I mean, yeah, it was, I don't know if, if the, uh, like, you know, vocal acrobatics was super conscious in the moment, but, um, but definitely the, like the carryover was, was, con was a conscious choice. Yeah. Um, it was, yeah, it was kind of, it was, it was kind of, I, I, I find it a little bit like, I don't know what the right word is for that. Almost like unsettling. <laughs> okay. Un unsettling um, how? Unsettling in the sense of like, it's not, it's not like 
here's a line. Here's a line. Yes. Here's a line. Here's this line. Oh my God, it's not ending. What's going on? Oh, she's going into the next verse. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You're you're, you're, you're introducing a lot of tension into it and a lot of, yeah, and you're breaking expectation and you're kind of, yeah, it, it definitely does that because... I'll admit the first time I heard this, I was like, where is this, where is this melody going? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> kind yeah. of, it's a little bit meandering. And then the chorus hits it's like, okay, now, now we're grounded. Mm-hmm. Right. So the, there is a little, there is, I don't even say a little bit, there is quite a bit of that. Um, and I, th- I think, I think the second verse gets a little bit more, um, more grounded as well. Yeah. Melodically. And your second verse is half, half the length of your first verse. Yeah. Was, was that a, was that a after, after thought or was that always that way? <laughs> No, that was pretty conscious. I do that a lot, actually. Yeah. Not a lot, but I do, I do often, I do often kind of cut the second verse a bit shorter and get to the, get to the hook again. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because, because the, because the hook, the, the chorus doesn't come in, you know, at least, I don't know, I'm going to say 45 seconds or so. Yeah. In, in, into the song like it's it, the first verse is is a little bit on the long side like it goes on it, it's pulling you along yeah. but you know you know in 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 the in, in these days of streaming and spotify doesn't count a, a play if it's skipped in the first 30 seconds everyone's trying to load their hooks you know, I know. As, as top heavy as they possibly can it's true um, but the, you know but okay it's not it's not pop song what's that what's that but I should care more about that. But well, I, I'm not saying you should. I mean, I'm going yeah. wrong. I'm, I'm an old school guy, so you know, yeah. I I prefer songs that build, and yeah. like I'll, I'll stick with it for the whole duration of a song. I'm not going to skip yeah. within the first thirty seconds unless I really hate it. <laughs> yeah. But if you if you don't have something super exciting going on in the first verse, that's okay. I know it's coming. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah, exactly. I, I think I think that's fine, and 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 again, like it depends on who your audience is. I think. I mean, if you if you judge everything by what's on the top ten on Spotify, then you're probably not in a good place. Uh, and you <laughs> know, most of, most of the artists that I listen to are 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 a huge fan of. You know, a lot of their choruses don't come in until you know. <laughs> After 45 seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there's a lot okay. of, there's, there's just a bit more exposition, I guess. Mm-hmm. Well, when you've got a story to tell, you need, you need time to tell your story, right? Yeah. And yeah. sometimes you don't. Sometimes you, sometimes you can get it out in 20 seconds and get to the hook. And, mm-hmm. but this wasn't one of those for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you ever write a chorus that's kind of the, you ever write a reverse chorus where the energy is down in the chorus? The energy is down in the chorus. I'm it's soft, sure it's soft chorus. Yeah. Um, uh, Call My Name is a lot like that. Okay. Um, I would say it's it's very soft until it's until it's very loud. <laughs> oh, that's the one that really is. Yeah, it's quite, 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 quite. And then... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, That's a great track. Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. Um, yeah, yeah, which is which is a good. I mean, I, I you know I often talk about that too. Is that like like think about the structure of your song and what and what does it mean narratively? Yes. What does the narrative mean in terms of the energy map of a song? Like, do you want yeah. it to be big and boisterous here? Do you want it to be soft and introspective? Do you want it to be, you know? And does the music follow that? Yeah, I also do. I write. I like to write story songs that don't have a chorus. Yeah. That that are just kind of like an A B 
um, all the way through. Mm -hmm. Those are some of my favorite songs that I've written. Yeah, yeah. And my, some of my favorite songs to listen to from other artists that are just, you know, yeah, that are just yeah. which tends to follow, right? That if you're if you're listening to that stuff, you get inspired by it, and you wanna you wanna do it like your favorite artist did. Like, why not? That's right. <laughs> plagiarism it's just it's inspiration inspiration oh my gosh everything's already written so yeah pretty we're all plagiarizing yeah. somebody yeah, pretty <laughs> at this point nothing, nothing new under the sun but that's, that's okay <laughs> well that's one thing I, I realized as I got, I've gotten over is that you know like any any new artist that I like is I'd like them because they're harking back to what I yes. fell in love with when I was younger yes and have you noticed a massive 90s revival as of late 90s, 80s, 70s, everything. Everything. Yeah. The 90s, I feel, is a is a new thing that's happening. Maybe I'm just I'm just late to the the, the algorithm <laughs> feeding me the, those things. But but yeah, a huge huge 90s revival happening. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. I think it depends on what. Like the 90s, I was listening to a lot of grunge and a lot of really dark. <laughs> Music. Yeah. In the I 80s, I was it all. Depends all on your 90s, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm a child of the 80s, so it was all pop in the 80s, and all that's yeah. coming back now. Like, full yeah. Fun. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. That's true. There is a huge 80s revive too. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, yeah. That's, that's that's fantastic. Okay, I think um, I think we're going to wrap that up. That's all the time we have on Sound Talk Radio. Special thanks to Alicia Toner. It's been great having you on the show. Um, where, where can our listeners hear more of your great music? Um, you can hear me on Spotify. You can hear me, uh, it's just Alicia Toner on Spotify. You can hear me on SoundCloud, also Alicia Toner. You can head to my band camp okay. page. Um, you can, and you can find me, you know, all over social media. It's usually Alicia Toner Music. Perfect. Okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll certainly link to, link to that stuff um, uh, on our on our show post on songtalk.ca and uh, uh, as far as our listeners we want to hear from you too so please send us your comments on Twitter, Facebook or Instagram at songtalkradio or send us an email at feedback at songtalk.ca also be sure to check out our YouTube channel for live performance videos and full episodes subscribe today to the Song Talk Radio podcast on your favorite podcast provider and don't forget to sign up for our free newsletter at songtalk.ca you can find links to all the products, books, and web services we mentioned on the show on our resources page on the website. And wherever you are in the world, please join us online via Zoom at our next monthly Song Talk Meetup. It's free to join on meetup.com and free to attend the meetup. Stop by songtalk.ca for the link, bring a song and a lyric sheet, and get constructive feedback from other songwriters. Uh, you can follow me at neilmodi.com. And um, Alicia, what's, what's your favorite social media channel of all of them? Instagram. You're definitely. an Instagrammer, of course. Right, <laughs> Thanks yes. for listening. I am a millennial and I am an Instagrammer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then that would be Alicia, Alicia Toner Music on Instagram, right? That's right, yeah. Perfect, okay. Uh, thanks for listening, everyone, and be sure to stop by the website, songtalk.ca, to browse past shows and find out how you can be a guest. Thanks for tuning in, everyone, and keep on writing.